Welcome guys to the new Beardly 6-1 podcast which is going to be presented by myself, Sophie Fowler and my co-host Charlie Markham. Today's episode we'll be talking about Love Island as this is currently two seasons a year and it's hot like on the social media at the moment. Um, Charlie, are you watching the new season? No, normally I do but this season just doesn't seem exciting at all. Yeah, I think because there's now two people are not going to watch it as often. I agree. Um, today's guests that will be talking about this with us are... Izzy. Meg and Lauren. Um, some people in the media would say that Love Island has had its day. Uh, Izzy, what would you think about this? Um, I think it probably has, to be honest. I do watch it, but I think a lot of people can agree that the negatives that it brings probably outweigh the entertainment value of it. Yeah, I think it's been going for so many years, it's sort of lost what it was all about at the start. I think it was all about normal people, and now people would People could argue that they're not just typical everyday people anymore. Yeah, I feel like people go on it more for the promotions and stuff now rather than the actual finding someone they love. Plus half the people that go in it have got some sort of platform yeah. anyway. Like they haven't they it's like a business popular anyway. Yeah. Do you think that Love Island is worth going on considering how much backlash they all get? Um, honestly, I don't think it is. I feel like Yes, it gives people opportunities after the villa to like branch out and like explore new like brand deals or whatever. But I just think it's just a negative thing and the amount of like hatred people get and how badly it affects people's mental health, it's just not worth it. Yeah. I think it's like so risky because if you've gone in to come out and become like a like, successful businesswoman or man, then potentially might be successful. But unless you've come out really popular, then you have to go back to a normal job and it's happened quite a lot hasn't it yeah because people quit their jobs to go on it and then if they haven't had the outcome that they wanted after they're gonna have to either get a different job or try and beg themselves way back into the old job yeah true but then i also think that because of that people act quite different to their usual self in there because they're trying so hard to get those brand deals yeah. to get the fame and popularity that they aren't themselves in there. Yeah, they I just agree. try and get attention from it. I think there's always like the nice guy and like the sweet girl. Yeah, hundred percent. And they're they're the ones that do the best, like business wise, outside. And I think it's quite hard because you're in the villa and then you're presenting yourself as this, I know, kind-hearted person, and then you come out and I guess it's kind of hard to keep that act up the whole time. So that's when people sort of fall off. Um, like that's. That is true, and I also feel like because some parts are scripted, it's not showing the actual true person's like real side of themselves. Yeah, I think that's why they find it so hard when they leave because, like, they haven't actually been real the whole yeah. time. And if they're like asked to say something and then they get hated on it and they didn't actually choose to say it or do, that is not their fault. Yeah, true. And but then you go and they like manipulate how they present it. Like someone will kiss someone. And then it will zoom in on their partner giving like a side eye or like an angry look. But yeah. That might have been to something completely different two hours before. Yeah, that was like, you know, on the Ekin Sue and Davide when she went up to the the balcony and kissed that other boy. That yeah. wasn't actually Davide's real reaction to that. It was a different situation. And I've heard they had to film that like... Yeah, like five times. Five or six times yeah. just to get it right. But I feel like they get hate from it. But if you're going to go on a show that you know people have gotten a lot of hate from before and you feel like maybe it's just not going to end well, then why go on it in the first place? 
I feel like some of the hate is expected, but I don't feel like you come out expecting to get death threats and like yeah, stuff like, like that. it's sort of like more extreme than yeah. I suppose what you'd expect to get from the public. Yeah, I think some people would say that it literally is just a reality TV show of people that just want to I don't know find love. Ollie, do you have any opinions on that? I do think that the like whole premise of it is that they are there for their love, and I know that brand deals are a big driving factor for them. But I think for characters like Will, the farmer in the latest season, I think that he is there to try and find his true partner, as he already has that platform previous to the show. So I don't think it's there to further him. And that's a good argument. There's been many people that have come on, like Molly May, for example. She didn't have a huge platform, but I watched her before she went on the uh, Love Island. And I think maybe she was there, and she's had a baby with Tommy now, so maybe it's true that some people do find love. Do you think that Love Island promotes unrealistic beauty standards? Yes. 100%. Yeah. Like, there's so many people, obviously everyone on the show is, like, attractive, and we know that. And even when they bring in people to be, like, more inclusive, so, like, this season there's a guy with, is it, like, one eye that's blind or something? Yeah. And then last season we had Tasha, who was deaf, and it's sort of... They're trying to be inclusive, but these people are still very attractive, and it's just damaging, like people's way of thinking about themselves every day I don't know and like every single year the biggest person no matter whether they're still a size eight there's like the bigger person which they're not big at all um they'll be like attacked like completely disproportionately to everyone else yeah that was like Anna I think it was in like Mm -hmm. season six or something she was like literally when she came out people were saying that they don't even know how she got in and like through and the she interview. was like she's well below like the UK's like average size yeah. and she's really attractive as is like everyone it was literally just because she's like a curvier woman who's got like bigger features than others and because the standards of what everyone's been like put into their heads wasn't met straight away like the hate was pushed onto her and like anyone else in that position there was also I can't remember her name I think it was like Shauna she yeah. had a condition with her legs with Callum yeah Lipid- so Lipidemia, yeah isn't it? so yeah. she had like bigger legs than every other girl and I think it's just sort of hypocritical like mm. everyone's able to accept the fact that you're deaf or blind yeah. but then if you have an actual health condition which affects the way you look people aren't interested I was like Hugo he had that foot problem because it made him walk a bit different and everyone everyone was just taking the mick out of him but it feels a little bit like a token now that they have like one disabled person saying it was Hugo and then Tasha and now Ron yeah and and that's it there's not going to be like another one this series I don't think it's just like they're one to show look we we care about it that's also that's also they always have a black couple that never pairs up with anyone else apart from those so Dami and India are still together now at the start, it just feel felt like weird how they were always paired together and the public always voted them together. Yeah, this has happened this year as well, hasn't it? Yeah. They two black people have been coupled up from the start from yeah. the public. It just feels like kind of forced in a way. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's only two of them. There's never like yeah, it's never like a mixed group. Yeah, and I think it's the case like every year or at least the last few years that the person of so like Tanya for example hasn't really been shown interest by any of the yeah. white guys which is I mean obviously you're attracted to who you're attracted yeah, to they're attracted to other people but it seems that it's they've almost completely dismissed her within the first like day two days maybe they're always putting the friends in they're like made to feel like mm. a best friend rather than actually being in a relationship I agree and I think like with the unrealistic beauty standards at the start of the show when it first aired it was 
just like normal people like yeah. i know the beauty standard has changed from back then but now people come on with like boob jobs they've got yeah. every filler under the sun they've got veneers people go and get work, work done just to go on the show so it, it's completely unnatural yeah they have to have breaks don't they to go yeah. and get like top up and then a lot done. of them regret it like um, Faye last year. Yeah, yeah she's she had it all removed. Yeah. Yeah. But then she had to get some put back in because she had so much that mm. it, it her like, she lost, like... And, like, movement. um, Sue, I think before she went in, she had, like, a full face yeah. procedure. And then as soon as she left, she did, like, a sponsored post by them yeah. saying, like, this is how I look so good on the show. And I think that just, again, shows unrealistic body standards. Everyone thinks, oh, they are normal people, but they've had literally everything yeah, done. And I think that reflects, like, the business aspect of it. So she'd had something done gone in and come out mm. planning her like that was obviously like a planned advertisement to come out and say I did this before I went in so that shows that maybe she wasn't in there for the reality like the love opportunity more than the business one. I feel like the judgment as well doesn't just work with their beauty it works with their jobs so if they don't have this big glamorous job that everyone else sees as incredible it's almost like they don't exist so it's like Will was judged for being a farmer but then just because that's not what people see as a big glamorous job but i also find it really weird that teachers go on it because yeah, you know that those 12 year olds mm, are watching yeah. it and they're i watching agree them. that's weird there's that new science teacher on the show which mm. like obviously go on the show to promote your brand and like find your love but i do find it awkward at times thinking mm. that that is a teacher of somebody's yeah. Children. And you know that those children are watching it and being like, that's my teacher. I, that's, I, that really freaks me out a little bit. <laughs> and I think that also shows that they haven't gone on for love because they're never going to be able to leave and go back to that same job. No, you no. can't. Like, they're going to rely on um, sponsorships and things like that when they leave. Yeah. You could also, they've made that one for um, single parents as well, haven't they? Yeah. Which is like a copy of Love Island. And you could say that like, that's like a bit weird in a sense because their children are literally going to be watching that and it's like... A hotel. Yeah, because when you go on Love Island, you have to expect a bit of hate, but it's not also, it's not just them at this time, it's going to be their children, it's their family. Affect everything, yeah. I think it will be really popular though, because it kind of um, deals with some of the criticisms that we've given about, you know, unrealistic mm. beauty standards, um, a certain, uh, obviously a certain age range, that's like the requirement, and um, just being a bit more realistic, because yeah. a single parent in their 40s isn't going to care about Instagram ads and stuff to the same extent. So it I feel like a bit more organic. that's why the like later seasons of Love Island haven't been as good as the first ones because they literally like before it was literally just like literally people in the public that were actually looking for love and now it's people looking for brand deals rather than that. I think it'll be interesting to see what the parents are going to be like in the new single parents one, whether they're going to be up to the same beauty standards as the younger ones in Love Island or whether they'll actually choose people that do want to find love and that have applied for it because half of them don't even apply for it half of them again yeah, like get chosen yeah i feel like yeah. that show will like like harm parents because i feel like they need to find someone for the kids to be happy so that could That's also true, be a bad yeah. thing um has everyone in this room watched love island i've watched, watched it, it yeah. yeah what is your like favorite series person i think this year um shack seems quite nice because he's actually calling out people being quite problematic and like obviously the whole point is that you date around and no one's it you've known each other two weeks and whatever but um he's calling out people being like you can't talk to her like that um you shouldn't you're you're a bad person which isn't i don't think has happened in the last few years uh, since i've watched it at least um he's been quite 
not misogynistic, which is apparently the bare minimum, but he's quite nice. <laughs> I really like Will and Jesse. I think they're really good together and they both seem really, really genuine and they actually seem like they're there to find love. I mean, I've only seen clips of it, I haven't actually watched it, but I feel like Lana, I feel like she's quite nice because I don't think she's getting treated very well, but she's still like showing her true self. Yeah, I'm sort of the same. I haven't really watched like full episodes. I'm just seeing like snippets here and there, but I agree like with Lana, yeah. she seems like lovely and the way she's treated is wrong but she also is sort of given herself a backbone which yeah. she said that she's not used to doing um so yeah i really like support her for that i think it's hard to say who the people are that we do and don't like considering we only actually see like 45 minutes yeah, a day that is true. compared to 24 hours so for all we know these people could be perfectly nice but they're just being presented as bad people because that's what gives the show drama yeah. i think that's true like um was it last year with faye when she had like that massive outburst at Teddy and yeah, they had like oh, 20,000 yeah. offcom yeah. um, complaints. I think people forget that you're in this villa with no contact with the outside world, just people in the villa. And I know you've only been together for a few weeks, but it is like a major thing. And I think it's, it's only natural that people are going to lose it sometimes. Yeah, because yeah. they're basically living together straight away. And you know, like how they don't have an episode on a Saturday, they're told that they're not allowed to argue and they have to wait till the Monday so that they can actually film it which just shows that it's, like, really scripted. Yeah, yeah. and it's, like, when apparently when they have dinner and things, the boys and girls sit, sit on separate tables so they yeah. can't discuss, like, their love lives and their partners and yeah. they can't actually talk about anything good so that they can film it because they can't film the meeting. Yeah, I think they're held to just such high expectations when, like, no-one else would be able to do that. Like, imagine not being able to speak to people at dinner because you can't argue. It's just it's crazy. Mm. I think on I think it was that season with Anna in she was literally she got cheated on and then just because she reacted in like a bad way literally everyone was just saying that she was dramatic and it's only a show but they were literally like together yeah literally he like literally cheated on her yeah. she only shouted at him as well I don't think it was that bad <laughs> it really like inten it must intensify everything like sleeping in the same room with like these people that you've never met and never getting, I mean, they kind of get a break on a Saturday, but never really getting a break and not seeing your family. I think for people to jump on it so quickly, Faye, like in that example, Faye obviously probably shouldn't have gone in quite like that, but I think people aren't as understanding. And in the same way, people shouldn't go in on her on Twitter or whatever saying what an awful, terrible person she is because her family are reading that um, and she will read that after. But then also, it's a case of every single person that they would usually talk to they can't yeah so they have to go in there and basically find people to be able to trust to talk to and i think if you don't find that that friend that you can really really trust it can get really difficult because all of their emotions build up and like people in there don't keep secrets so you can go and tell someone something and they'd go and tell another person and then it gets spread so you kind of I don't think they can trust anyone in there. Yeah, like with the scripting thing, so someone will tell you a secret and their producers will be like, you should mention that to so-and-so. You should go and tell and them. Then it all kicks off. They And then the only person that you feel like you can sort of um, be supported by or talk to, you don't have that. And it must feel really isolating, like even though everyone's like, oh, they're all my best friends and it's good. Like it must be really isolating because you don't actually have anyone that you can talk to. 
And I feel like the fact that you know that you're constantly having cameras all over you and that they'll edit things out to make you look like a person that you're not is really like a pressurising in a way because you just can't relax because you've got to like act like in a certain way all the time. Yeah, there was like a, someone went in the hideaway the other day and they were just like talking and having a nice, quite wholesome conversation and you could just see cameras in the corner of the room just yeah. like turning to them. Like that's so yeah, freaky. It's just like yeah. no privacy, especially like in sentimental moments like that you kind of want that more like quiet time on your own but having cameras always on you or like people in the villa always watching you it definitely like gets too much they even have cameras in like the bathrooms and the showers which i think is a bit weird because yeah. like surely they need one area where they can have some privacy totally like coming out of covid in 2020 and like the isolation being mm. quarantined with your family like that was bad enough to drive yeah, people into. could you imagine that in a country you've never been to with people you've never been with, it's all a bit bare. Yeah. Yes. Exposing them to the reality of it. And the, they say that they're doing things to change it, like they've got rid of the smoking area, and they have like, do they have psycho personal psychologists? Yeah, or? they have like council yeah, people that come in and talk to um, them. Yeah, counsellors. So, but they say they're doing that, but I don't, it's not making that much difference, I don't think. And and I know like, this year they've stopped them. I was going to say, yeah. Um, they stop the families from taking over their social media accounts and running yeah. them. But I don't really see what that's going to do because no. it still allows people, like, people are still going to hate on other social medias. I think if you have to provide counsellors for your contestants because it's so damaging, maybe it's time to end the show. Yeah, yeah it's all yeah. like a I red think if flag. it gets to that stage. Um, I think that's a good place to wrap up the first episode of the Beauty 6 One podcast. Thank you to my co-host Sophie. Thank you. And thank you to all our guests. Thank you for thank having you. us. Uh, make sure to tune in next week for an exciting new topic.